Welcome back to Water, Wind & Wine Ministries. Today, I want to discuss a very interesting issue about baptism. Now, baptism means to be fully immersed in water, and the word baptism comes from the Greek baptizo, and it was actually made for the scriptures because there was not a word that could express being fully dumped in water besides the Jewish word mitzvah, and the Greeks didn't, did not think that their readers would understand this word, so they came up with the word baptizo. baptizo and it means to be fully immersed in water. Now, there is this discussion in the body of Christ that to be saved, you have to be baptized. And I, in this session, would like to dispel that understanding because it is simply not true. To be saved, you do not have to be baptized. I will prove it. However, prior to my proving it, let us look at the reason that people think that this is true. Mark chapter 16, verse 16, Jesus says... He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. This is the argument that people give for saying that you must be baptized to be saved. Please notice that Jesus Christ did not say that. He said, if you believe and you are baptized, you will be saved, but if you don't believe, you will be condemned. He didn't say, if you are not baptized and you don't believe, you will be condemned. Okay? So, what's the truth? Why is it my position that you don't have to be baptized to be saved? I'm going to tell you what the Bible says, and then I'm going to put it in a way that might help you understand it. In Luke chapter 23, Jesus Christ is on the cross, and he is positioned geographically between two other people on crosses, the other two criminals. And one of them is resisting Jesus and mocking at him with everyone else. The other one looks at Jesus and he says, in verse 42, he says, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus says something very interesting. He says, assuredly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now, you could argue that the cancellation marks the punctuation marks, were not in the original scripture. Therefore, we do not know what the emphasis of this sentence is. Is Jesus saying, Assuredly I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise? Or is he saying, Assuredly I say to you that today, you will be with me in paradise? It really doesn't matter. This is not a material difference because the thief that was on the cross was not going to get off the cross ever alive. And we know this because later on the Roman soldiers come and they break his legs and he dies instantly and then he's brought down, not Jesus, the thief. So we know that the future of that man that was crucified next to Jesus was not getting down off the cross to get baptized. Yet Jesus told him that he would be with him in paradise. What is Jesus talking about? Is he talking about heaven? If he's talking about heaven, why did he say paradise? because he's not talking about heaven at this point, he's talking about paradise at this point. The reason for that is because all people, when they died, before Jesus was resurrected, went down. They did not go up, they only went down. And down was divided into various realms. One of those realms was paradise, and that was for the righteous. 
The other one was Hades or, and Sheol, and that was where we find the rich man who asks Abraham to have Lazarus come put water on his tongue. You'll remember the story from the scriptures. So everybody before Jesus was resurrected went down, everybody. But when Jesus was resurrected, it says that he led captivity captive. So what that means is when Jesus came up from the grave, he brought all the righteous with him, and they are now seated in heavenly places as our great cloud of witnesses around us. So this man, the man that was on the cross, Jesus himself, the Lord of glory, said, Today you will be with me in paradise. And it matters not whether he meant today, this day, or today I'm telling you that you will be in some future day with me in paradise. It doesn't matter. The point is, that man was going to heaven, and that man would never, ever, ever be baptized. No matter how badly we want our religion to fit and to say you have to be baptized to be saved, it is wholly untrue. I'm going to relate it to something we recognize in our own lives and in our own culture to help you understand. A wedding ring is like a baptism. A wedding ring does not make you married. A wedding ring shows the world that you are married. If I take my wedding ring off, I'm still just as married as I was when I had it on. It, this makes no difference. It's the act of being married that makes me married, not the wedding ring. The same way that I'm in a relationship with my husband, I am also in a relationship with God. And the act of being baptized signifies to the world that I am in a relationship with God. When married people are out without their spouses, other people wonder if they are married. They may not see the ring, or the married person may not have the ring on them. But the person who's wondering wonders because they are not showing any signs of being married. They're not showing any signs of not being married, but they're not necessarily showing any signs of being married. And it's the same thing with baptism. We get baptized so that the world will know that we have made a commitment to Jesus Christ. And that is all baptism is, period. It doesn't get you saved. Jesus himself said, if you believe, you will not be condemned. And right here, the thief on the cross said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, today, you'll be with me in paradise. So the end of the argument is that you don't have to be baptized to be saved. Thank you for joining me. Remember that I love you and that Jesus loves you.